the party is over. The untold truth about wild parties. The Lord is my light and salvation, so why should I be afraid? The Lord is my fortress, protecting me from danger, so why should I tremble? When evil people come to devour me, when my enemies and foes attack me, they will stumble and fall. Though a mighty army surrounds me, my heart will not be afraid. Even if I am attacked, I will remain confident. Psalm 20, chapter 27, verses 1 through 3. Father, I lift your mighty name on high. Lord Jesus, thank you for your word and your love. You are a good, good father. This episode is from the For Your Entertainment series. The purpose of this episode is to expose the secrets behind wild partying, wild parties, how party is and how partying is a sin against God. The purpose of this episode truly is to intercede for the ones that are struggling to stop the party. Truth is, God never created us to be solely entertained. The purpose that our heavenly Father, for our Heavenly Father is far more greater than chasing a, a feeling that is temporary, that later leaves our pockets empty and our minds filled with junk. Many are hiding or looking for social acceptance, either by the way the party life is living or for what they see on television. I advise that if anyone's looking to go to a party, take precaution. Before any of you guys plan on attending a nightclub, strip club, bars, or throwing a house party, ask yourselves this question. How can God receive the glory from attending these gatherings? Father, I came to you years ago and I asked you, where is television in the Bible? Because many have asked me where that they have told me that I needed a Bible. So Father, I went to your word and you led me to Galatians chapter five. And Father, you've taken me on this journey, going through each part of your word and how these are the ways of the flesh. Galatians chapter 5, starting at verse 19. This is a review of the sinful ways of the flesh. This is a warning God gave to us long ago that if we follow our sinful nature, we will not inherit the kingdom of God. It starts at verse 19. When you follow the desires of your sinful nature, the results are very clear. Sexual immorality, impurity, lustful pleasure, verse 20, adultery, sorcery, hostility, quarreling, jealousy, outburst of anger, selfish ambition, dissension, division, envy, drunkenness, wild parties, and other sins like these. Let me tell you as I have before, that anyone living that sort of life will not inherit the kingdom of God. I will repeat that last part. Let me tell you as I have before, that anyone living that sort of life will not 
inherit the kingdom of God. Question is, why is partying a sin? Parties, the true intention for them generations ago, before we were placed here, is to distract us from God's will coming forth in our lives. Parties, depending on the type, can be dangerous and become deadly at times. If we choose to fill our hearts, minds, and lives with partying, that gives us less time for God. Our purpose on this earth is to worship and adore our Heavenly Father. Satan is stopping at nothing to become a God with his own kingdom. He uses deception, lies, and secrets to keep people blinded from the truth. You typically don't either know or think to ask the story of the person you're partying with. Here's mine. My purpose originally was to go out, dance, and have fun because that was something I grew up and did when I was younger. That's how it was presented to me. However, the party life comes with hidden terms and conditions. Dancing in a club, the truth is, you're dancing with the devil and you're in a sanctuary. Many go without knowledge and are worshiping Satan, dancing with him and are distracted from God is what the club is truly doing in the eyesight of God. These things are hidden with drugs, alcohol, or prescription pills. And those are things that people take in order to fit in and to be able to have a great time. Believe it or not, many of you all are subjecting yourselves to fights, shootings, overdose on drugs and alcohol, and to alcohol poisoning. And to be honest, part partying doesn't produce any fruit for the kingdom of God and the body of Christ. Years ago, when I used to be a party girl, I didn't party for a long season in my life. There were some girls that I fought years ago in middle school. They didn't know me very well and they never gave me an opportunity. They saw me and they said, this is a young, she's a small girl and I wanna show that I'm tough, so I'm gonna fight her. Me being that person fighting my family at home, I'm not gonna let them bully me. So each and every time, no matter if it meant I'm getting in trouble, I'm getting suspended, I'm gonna fight. Because at that time, I did not want for anybody to bother me. So here I am, years later, I'm at the club. And here I am, so drunk out of my mind, high out of my mind on weed, you know, I'm not thinking, I'm a young girl. This girl out of nowhere, she sees me, something happened years ago, she wants a revenge. She pushed me down the stairs. Now people thinking, oh my God, you know, they're looking at her like, oh, I can't believe that girl did that to you. How dare she? But there's two sides to every story. The truth is she had been trying to show me she was tough since she was middle school, from middle school. So this was her opportunity. I'm gonna push her down the stairs. I didn't even know what was going on. I'm like, oh. Next thing I know, I hear a voice that said, this girl wants to fight you. So of course I took her and I pushed her down. 
Okay, now we get kicked out of the club. Now, I'm like ready to fight whoever because I'm like, who's coming for me? I'm drunk, I don't know. So they said she's gonna come out of this door right here. And when she does, you got your opportunity. I took it. I never wanted her to put her hands on me again. And I beat her. And then here come her cousin coming out the corner. And I beat her. And it was all because of a middle school rivalry that I tried to be this girl's friend. She was determined to beat me. I snapped her neck. I put both of them in the hospital. There was another time. I'm at the club. I'm in a whole nother city. I don't know anybody there. I'm having fun. I'm partying with my cousins. Some girl come up to me talking about I want her man. First of all, I'm thinking to myself, I don't know your man. I'm not even from the, I'm not even from here. You know, here she comes. She mushed me, pushed me in it. And at first my cousin's like, oh, you know, don't fight her over no man, it's not worth it. And honestly, I don't know who her man was, but this girl put her hands on me and whoever her man is, he's not worth fighting over. So at first I wasn't gonna do anything. And I said, you know what, psych, I lied. We gonna fight today, sister. You know why? Because I'm so sick and tired of all these females all my life coming after me for one man that I had never even seen face to face until years later. I put the pieces had to come back together. Me and you, Father, we had to put the pieces back together. And to see the truth for what it really is, at times it does hurt. And those are just a couple of times that, Father, you protected me. You knew these people had bad intentions for me. And at times we have to stand up for ourselves. I've read the Bible. I haven't read it fully, and I will say this, there's something to learn from his word each and every day. No matter if a person says they've read it, you can read the Bible a thousand times and you still see something that you didn't see the last time. So it's imperative, and I advise everyone to stay in the word of God daily. We can never be too smart. God always promotes for us to be humble. The prideful are the ones that end up not being able to hear from the Lord and they end up making foolish mistakes. So with that said, Father, it was because of your word that I'm here today, yet and still. I've been finding myself getting into these crazy situations all over one man that I have been trying to get away from my whole life. I was never able to tell my story because on the outside, people saw the nice clothes and they saw the hairdos. But what they didn't see was the sexual abuse that was going on behind the scenes. So whatever it is that this man gave you for you to come over and fight me, just ask yourself these questions, this question, ladies. Was it really worth it? Now that's the truth. 
and for me to have dreams about this later and to wake up the next day and don't even remember what happened. I used to just black out. There's been times I fought police. There's been times I fought all sorts of people and wake up the next day and don't even remember it. And it's all because of the drugs and the alcohol and me desiring to live to be someone else because I've been spending so many years of my life hiding because of the life that I experienced behind the scenes that never got addressed. It just got covered up with money. I was trying to find any way that I could at that time as a young girl to live a new life. Lord, I wanted you then. I just was going in any place and anywhere that I could to find you. I was living a double life because of partying. Now I'm 33 years old and it has been a journey for finding myself again. Deep down, I was trying to stay focused on moving away and separating from my family because of the way I was treated by them. They pretend like they never did anything to me, but deep down, that is not true. I was willing to do whatever it took for me to get away from my family and my past life. My childhood on the outside, it looked good, of course, but if you take a deeper look, there were secrets that were covered up with lies, money, and fake smiles. As a child, I knew something wasn't right, and for years, I lived a secret life as a child. I always wanted to one day come out and tell the truth. My family treated me like I was dumb and slow. I was bribed with hush money. They gave me beer at a young age, weed, whatever cocaine they could the older i got the anger had became secret inside of me i had left it buried but the moment i felt that i was being portrayed i attacked i was afraid to tell the truth then because when i tried to i was being spanked and disciplined it wasn't until i was led by God to read the book of Matthew, chapter 10. I will be reading verses 26 and 27, but don't be afraid of those who threaten you. For the time is coming when everything that is covered will be revealed, and all that is secret will be made known to all. What I tell you now in the darkness, shout abroad when daybreak comes. What I whisper in your ear, shout to the hilltops for all to hear. My true trauma started when I was three years old. I lost my virginity to a man that is HIV positive. He wasn't living a wholesome life. He was an out of control sex and cocaine addict. He would have sex with me for hours that later laid, led into days. I became pregnant with my first child by him when I was three years old, my mother kept that child in her belly and I raised her as my sister. I later helped my mother carry my youngest sister until I was almost about five years old. This man 
was originally after my mom. They both were at, and my mom wasn't interested in a sick man, so she sold him to me. He came to her one day, and he said, how much for your daughter? And she was saying, oh, you ain't got no money, whatever, she was bluffing. She finally just said a random number, something that she thought he wouldn't have. There was the number. She sold me out. He came over, gave her the money in cash. It took days to count it. At first, he met me when he was as a baby. He had to go to, he was in prison. And in between, he would, get, he would come out, be able to sneak and do furloughs and stuff or whatever, probation. And she lied to him about my age. But the damage was done. I was six years old, pregnant with my second child from him. I carried him until my third trimester. My husband had full access to me, but they played it to me as if he was imaginary. I didn't know who to trust in. I used to be afraid to sleep at times. He would take it whenever he wanted. Doesn't matter what time it is, my mom would get up and there it was. He was later shot in the leg and his life changed. He was mean at first and treated me like a sex doll. I used to starve myself so that I can die. I was deeply depressed. All I ever wanted to be was love. At that time, I was being taken advantage of or ignored by my family and him. I had a fake wedding with him in my den. And this was after we did the pre-marriage classes. I was a wife and a mother secretly at eight years old. Shortly after, I had twins then another child. And all of this happened before I was 10 years old. My mom was pulling the strings. She molested me until I was five years old. She used to watch me and my so-called imaginary husband because I wasn't tall enough to see his face. And she would say, ooh, this is live porn. Years later, he was no longer imaginary. He was no longer imaginary. I later learned he was a real person. And the whole time, I had five children from him real children in real life. He took over my life and followed me everywhere. I wasn't able to date anyone unless they allowed him to still come in and have access to me. My youngest daughter, who I kept up with the story for so many years, because I truly only wanted all of my children to be from one man. And she is also from him. He has wondered for years, why won't I marry him? I was deceived, forced, with beatings, and treated like trash because of him. Girls coming to fight me, my mother pushing me out of the way, my sisters treating me bad. No one liked me because of him. Once I started to trust him, we were supposed to move out together. 
He didn't want to go. What my He didn't want to do what my family requested. The request was for him to have a place for all of us to call home, a car and a way for us to get around and work because he's got five kids to take care of. At that time, he believed he had tons of money and it would never run dry. At 13, when I was 13, we had a more real wedding and I had an alias name. I was told this family, this family when I was seven, I've had to tell his family that I was 17, but I was only 13. Ever since I was 16, he was using guys to like me, and then he would pretend to be them. He sexually abused me from when I was three until 11 years old. Left with my family after telling so many lies, took advantage of me, and believes he did nothing wrong. He took our children and gave them to other women to raise. I have been holding on to these secrets long enough. I do not desire to keep any more devilish secrets. I don't care if it makes anybody look good or whatever. The truth is the truth. I want you out of my life, devil. No matter if anyone believes me, no matter what you have tried to do to me, devil, I'm still here, able to give God the glory. Years later, he came back into my life as my mechanic. And that's because my stepdad taught him how to fix cars years ago. He wanted me to remember him from years ago, but he doesn't want me to remember the abuse. But it's all or nothing with the Lord. There is no secrets. I was expected by him years later to meet him and just magically fall in love, you know, while he's still, you know, involved with three other women that he didn't think I knew about. And then had a baby with him. And I just had to sit there and wait for him to come and tell me the truth. My question is, haven't I endured enough, Lord, is what I say. Truth is, Jesus endured so much more for us. I realized I couldn't pick my family. I didn't, I was not able to pick any of those things. I was born into this, and this is what happened. I give you glory for me being able to get out. I was treated like his second best when I played the part secretly for many years as his wife. The truth is out, along with my family. They don't want to admit the truth, and that's okay, because I trust and serve Almighty God. I, along with my children, are HIV negative, and my sister has no clue. I have to work with the Lord to figure out how I'm going to tell her. She's not my sister. She's my daughter. And I see what the devil meant for God. God, you turned it around for the greater good. I don't have to cry at night anymore. I don't have to continue to live a evil, sinful lifestyle just to keep secrets for other people. Not for me, for others. I have been hurting on the inside my whole life from these secrets. 
I have endured so much pain to keep quiet. From this moment on, Father, I am desiring to live for you. There is power in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, you have truly saved me from my evil childhood and have set me free. And that was all I truly desired. And now I am able to serve you without fear and unforgiveness taking over and controlling my life. Even though I stopped going to clubs and bars years later, I used to drink and party at home. I'm grown, I think I'm able to do whatever I want, right? I did it for years until my stomach lining got affected. I ain't going to no doctor. I switched back, I switched back to weed. The drugs suppressed my pain and depression. I had in real life, I had in real life gave this man my all at a young age. I was tricked into believing it was all pretend for years. I didn't feel comfortable going out anywhere unless I was under some type of influence. At the turn of 18, I wanted to be a new person, so I be pretended to like partying and drugs for social purposes. Deep down, I didn't want to live that way then, or live at all for that matter. I felt like my life was over. Each time I chose to party, I was digging myself into an early grave. Partying and doing drugs has negative long-term effects on your mind, body, and spirit. At times, partying can be tempting for me, but I have to remember what led me to the parties before. Peer pressure, a false sense of reality, and wanting to die one day and secretly wanting to kill my whole family. I realized even though I secretly suffered for years, I still had to forgive as your word says to do, Father. Forgiveness is a gift that only can come from God himself. I spent so much of my time trying to prove that I'm somebody to my family. I lost focus on you and your will, Father. Thank you for the gift of repentance. Those events happened to me many years ago. They have changed my life and left a hole in my heart. I prayed for years to be able to live a life past these early childhood secrets. Father, you have kept your promise. You had a plan for me to be set free from sin, bondage, and oppression. I realize I don't have to continue to carry or pay for the mistakes of the people in my life at that time. Nothing can be changed from then, but I am fully confident that my future is brighter than the Lord. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17 through 21 reads, This means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone, a new life begun. And all of this is a gift from God who brought us back to himself through Christ. And God has given us this task of reconciling people to him. For God was in Christ, was in Christ reconciling the word to himself, no longer continuing people sent against him. And he gave us this wonderful message of reconciliation. Psalm verse 20. So we are in Christ. We are Christ's ambassadors. God is making his appeal through us. We speak for Christ when we 
plead, come back to God. For God made Christ, who never sinned, to be the offering for our sin, so that we could be made right with God through Christ. Every week the music plays, people are under the influence, they go home, and the party is over until next time. Christ wants for us to be free from the evil ways of the flesh. As believers, God has given us gifts called forgiveness and repentance. They go hand in hand. How do forgiveness and repentance go hand in hand? They are both gifts from God. And they are given to us free as charge as the way we true to truly set us free from the bondage of sin and the ways of this world is through God's forgiveness. Only Christ can truly save us and set us free. I have searched far and wide. I have went to parties. I have went to clubs. I have went to bars. I have traveled to different places looking for you, Father. And for me, to find you in my room all alone. That's where you were. Once I let go of the distractions, the pain, the anger, the hate, the unforgiveness, the bitterness, and what led me to this place, I wanted to be clean. I didn't want to be an alcoholic like my family. I didn't want to be drug addicts. My mother, even though she made her mistakes, she didn't want for her children to be raised the way that she was. And the secret continued. Now I had to realize there's a purpose for everything that happens. The truth is, the reason these things had to happen to me was because this is my mom's story. This is what happened to her through and through. Nobody believed my mother. They called her a liar. They said they don't know what she's talking about. And here she is, she's being sexually abused by her family. And it's my turn now. They thought I was up for grabs. No, my mother whispered to this man and said, please watch after her, take care of her. She needs somebody because I don't want for my family to have her. She knew he was a good person. At that time, she had too many men. And she was secretly after a couple of guys that were not interested. And they later showed her the truth had to come out. So many lies, so much deceit. That's my mom's true story. And then they look at her and they wonder, why, you know, why does she smoke crack? Why does she throw her life away? Because you never know what a, sto a person's story is. You never know what is keeping them on that crack. Quite a few of them don't wake up and say, hey, you know what? I just want to be a crackhead. My mother fought with all she could to tell this story that I'm telling today. And the only way they believe that I will be able to remember the story as if I lived it myself. I, I don't desire to 
raise my children that way. And I did not. And that was the whole point. You see, that was how my life started. But it was a secret. And it's like, so when it, when are we supposed to tell the truth, okay? Like, so are we just supposed to continue to pretend like nothing ever happened while you guys are spending your money and your fame and fortune, but you're in the same place mentally, spiritually, emotionally? Father, I came to you with a problem. And I, I desired to be clean and I gained weight. And Lord, you took my insecurities. Deep down, I had these insecurities my whole life. I don't feel pretty enough. I don't feel like I'm capable. So when everybody else was out there partying, here I am digging deep into your word because I spent so much other time filling my head up with things that wasn't able to get me out of the hood. But no, they said, you know, I got picked on because I thought I was better. I wanted better for my child. And I realized I had the opportunity to do so. And I didn't have to do what my mother did. And I realized each generation, we all have our work. It took for you to show me the truth, Father. He wanted to break away from generational curses and so did I at a young age. I didn't want to live my life the way that my family chose to live their life. They took the money and smoked it up. And the truth is, this is the story of so many people. This is the secret. And it's keeping so many people going and being slaves to drugs and alcohol and distractions from you because of the pain. Some of us don't know how to tell the truth because we're afraid nobody will believe us. They'll call us crazy. And that was a fear for me for so long. But then I realized they're gonna call me crazy regardless. So what? That just adds another to the bunch. But the difference is now, I know that you love me, Father. And you know the truth. You knew what was going on with me. Because for me to go to sleep at night and to see these intimate moments where I was crying to you and you got me out. It's like a dream come true, Father. And time, you revealed your face to me. You revealed your plan, your purpose. And no matter what I had to experience then, I'm still here. The purpose was, to break away from generational curses. And that has happened. I stepped away from my family. And I was able to move far away and never look back. And that wasn't because of none of what they did. Oh no. No amount of money could have done that. That was all God. And then for me to get here. And think I'm not worthy. To think I don't deserve it. You had to take me back to those times when I cried on my knees and I prayed and I asked you, Father, help me, get me out. I don't wanna raise my kids this way. I didn't even know I had children in real life because I didn't see them. So I could have been like everybody else turned to a life of drugs 
and then my family throw me away because I'm too crazy for them because I'm on drugs. I'm not going to do my family like that. Ain't nothing wrong with them. They turn their life to drugs because they want to try to keep the secrets from the family. When has the family ever cared? They knew what they were doing was wrong. Later on down the line, they learned it. That's why the hush money was coming out. What am I being paid hush money for? Why would you give a child hush money and there's nothing to hush up? Just because I didn't understand what was going on at that time doesn't mean I don't understand it today. And I realized I was born into it. This was me. This was what, this was the life you chose for me, Father. This is your will. Let your will be done, Father. I don't desire to live in secrecy any longer with the devil. So if that means I lose contact with people, bye. Because I wasn't living a truthful life anyway. I was being deceitful. Christ, I know that you desire for us to come out of the closet. You don't want for us to continue to live our lives boxed in from things that happened years ago, from those limitations that, you know, keep us from you. The fear was people will call me crazy, okay? And if they do, what can I do? Because I know this really happened to me. And if I, and if I continue to believe that it don't, I'm going to continue to be a drug addict like my family. But you don't, nobody sees it because it's covered up with money. As believers, forgiveness. When God extends that forgiveness, he expects for us to extend the same forgiveness. No one excluded. So I held on to all of this for years because I didn't know who to trust. And here it is. I've always had the Lord in my life from day one. You always had a purpose for me. And I've seen you turn so many enemies in my life to friends. Repentance is we turn away. Even if we can't today, it's okay. He desires, he wants a decision. Do you want to change today? I'm thinking about a sermon from a special lady in my life. She has helped me so much on this journey to truly come out and step forward and serve the Lord. Because as well as my husband being a secret, you had to be a secret too, Father. You were not seen then. I didn't know where you were in my life, but I realized that you show up everywhere, but you're always hidden. And she gave a sermon call. Do you want to be healed? I want to be healed. And I'm not going to hide it anymore. We all are in need of healing. And what I've turned to the world. What do they give you? They lock you up in jail like you're an animal. That ain't going to do nothing. You get out and do the same thing because that's what's on your mind to do. 
because what more is there to do because that's all you see and oh and then they give you pills so that you can just sit there and do nothing and then they call you crazy and then in the end you're being treated like an animal for something that you never did to yourself this these are things that were taught up taught to you through our entertainment in our communities this evilness is being flooded in our communities and then we wonder why our children grow up to hate us because we have turned our back on them and the Lord for entertainment is it worth it only Christ you're the only one that can truly save us you saved me then and I know that you have a plan for me to continue to be saved I have searched far and wide father for another way and I realize that you are the only way hallelujah Christ you provide so much for us daily father I ask that you will soften your children's heart to forgive and to be able to live a life past evil seasons. Father, I ask that for your boldness, confidence, and courage to be with us when we tell our story. Thank you, Father, for paving the way for me long before I was placed into my mother's womb. Help us to find the truth in your word. No no, No more lies. No matter what the devil try to whisper in our ears no more lies no more deceit and anger is being slave drivers for our lives we are in need of your healing your love your joy your peace your mercy your grace help us to truly repent and to forgive the others the ones that hurt us years ago because We don't know their story. We don't know why we had to suffer. And I realize your word says so. He who endures to the end shall be saved. It's not going to be easy serving the Lord. And it's definitely not easy living for the world. We're going to have to suffer regardless. Pick your suffering. We're going to have to suffer in Christ, and we're definitely going to have to suffer in the world. But if we choose the world's way, we'll seem like we're getting out for that moment. But we can't run from God. One day, each and every one of us are going to have to bow before him. And Father, I desire to live clean. So that means in order to live a clean life, you have to come clean. And I'll come clean. No more secrets. I have no reason to continue to carry on these secrets for people that have each and every one of them have treated me evil. This isn't, you know, the true revenge is whatever they did to work, whatever they did at that time to try to keep me quiet, it did not work. And I'm still here. That's the power of God. This is the true victory. I'm no longer a victim. God has gotten the victory. 
I served him from a young girl. He gave me a promise that I would be able to one day move away from my family, never look back, and have a God-fearing man in my life. That was the promise. And I trust and know that the Lord has made a way for me. But I don't desire to live for the world any longer. <laughs> the world don't me nothing. Keep it. I don't desire to keep quiet anymore. God is who got me out. Just as he got me out, he can get any of you out. Entertainment is evil. No way you no matter how you put it. Even if they do have Christian content, it does not have a good purpose. It was intended to distract you. That's like you putting your hand in the fire to grab that out, but you're gonna burn yourself in the process putting it in. Many of you are truly looking for God. Many of you are truly hungry and thirsty for him. Some of you may not even know God. But you're craving an answer. You're looking for help. That's a start. Your word says, Father, seek me and you shall find me. I continue to seek your face until I reach this place in my life where I'm able to tell the truth. My family did all they could to be fake and cover it up. But of course they're gonna do that for the public. Behind the scenes, they're still nasty people and that's okay. They're, they have chose to be nasty people and they're gonna continue to be nasty and that's okay. I'm not gonna continue to be nasty because they're nasty. Father, you have created each of us for a purpose. Cleanse us, Father. Make us whole. Help us to be cleansed by you. Father, you have kept me on this earth for an entire 33 years, and they say HIV kills people off. I can't tell. I know people right now on this earth with no medication and they're alive. But if you decide to fit those shoes, then take it. Father, you said in your word, there is nothing that can keep us from your love, not even sickness. You have the power to heal us, Father. And I truly believe that you have healed us and made us whole. Regardless of what the world says, at the end of the day, there's only one person in my life that's supposed to be for me from the beginning. We're only supposed to have one spouse anyway. Now that's the truth. So I know that the Lord has that person out for me. And I pray and ask, Father, let your will be done in my life, in my children's life, and in the lives of your children all over the world. I pray that you'll help them to not live a life of secrecy any longer and making parties with the devil. I don't desire to fake to look good for the public. I desire to be loved by you, Father. Thank you, Jesus, for your word, your strength, your 
motivation, Father. You motivated me daily. You stayed on top of me. And you helped me in each and every way. And I give you glory. I'm no longer a victim. This is victory. And I see things in Jesus' name, Lord. Your will, not ours. Amen. Help the party to truly be over. Thank you.